Hello everyone. Welcome to a brand new episode of Jalo of the Month Club. I'm your host, Diana Koch. Recently, I was fortunate enough to attend the 25th edition of the Fantasia International Film Festival. Once again impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic, Fantasia implemented a hybrid format for the 2021 festival by using Festival Scope and Shift 72 programs for a Canadian geolocked virtual aspect and also holding several in-person screenings. Fantasia was able to bring much of the live event experience directly into viewers' homes, offering filmmaker introductions, live panels, and special events. This year's festival took place from August 5th to 25th for Canadian audiences. The three-week-long festival recently came to a close, and I am extremely excited to talk about some new genre films that I was lucky enough to see during this year's event. Since 1996, Fantasia has focused on showcasing the most exciting and innovative examples of contemporary genre cinema from every corner of the globe. Fantasia's 2021 lineup included an array of premieres, including anticipated titles like James Gunn's The Suicide Squad and Prisoners of the Ghostland, starring Nicolas Cage. Numerous distribution and sales acquisitions were announced, including pickups by Shudder and Utopia and sales acquisitions by XYZ and Vanishing Angle. Fantasia has proven itself to be one of the largest and most cutting-edge events of its kind, and this episode is all about my favorite films coming out of the festival. First up, we have Woodlands Dark and Days Bewitched, A History of Folk Horror. This three-hour documentary explores the folk horror phenomenon from its beginnings through its specific manifestations in American, Asian, Australian, and European horror to the genre's revival over the last decade. Referencing over 100 movies and featuring over 50 interviewees, this documentary is an extremely comprehensive look into the subgenre. If you're a fan of films like Witchfinder General, Blood on Satan's Claw, or The Wicker Man, you can pre-order a physical copy of Woodlands Dark and Days Bewitched, A History of Folk Horror on severin-films.com. Get yourself a physical copy. Next up, I'm going super bleak with the film Coming Home in the Dark. This intense thriller follows a school teacher as he is forced to confront a brutal act from his past when a pair of ruthless drifters take his family on a nightmarish road trip. Coming out of New Zealand, the initial story is fairly straightforward, but the journey is tense and well-acted. These types of films are typically not for me, but this one was really well done. If Bleak and Cruel happens to be your jam, check out Coming Home in the Dark. Next up, I have The Righteous. The Righteous follows a burdened man who feels the wrath of a vengeful god after he and his wife are visited by a mysterious stranger. This one is filled with strong performances, including the film's very own writer and director, Mark O'Brien, who you may recognize from 2019's Ready or Not, which you should check out. That was on my favorite films list for that year. Love that movie. This directorial debut evokes obvious comparisons to Ingmar Bergman's Winter Light. So if you're a fan of slow burn, actorly exercises, and a minimalistic approach, keep The Righteous and its future release on your radar. 
Here's a science fiction recommendation. Strawberry Mansion. Strawberry Mansion has been playing many festivals, but I'll give you a rundown of the synopsis just in case you haven't heard of it. In the not-so-distant future, an all-seeing surveillance state conducts dream audits to collect taxes on the unconscious lives of the population. A mild-mannered government agent travels to a remote farmhouse to audit the dreams of an eccentric aging artist. Entering the artist's vast VHS archive, which contains a lifetime of dreams, the agent stumbles upon a seeker that offers him a chance at love and a hope for escape. This is a total hipster movie, and I don't mean that as a diss. Directed and starring Kentucker Audley, Strawberry Mansion feels like a 90-minute long music video. There's a frog that plays jazz music and a turtle named Sugar Baby. There are a ton of costume characters, a really cool aesthetic, kind of vintage but kind of futuristic. If you're a fan of science fiction with a bit of campiness, Strawberry Mansion is a film for you. And to round out my top five favorite films from Fantasia International Film Festival 2021, The Night House. Reeling from the unexpected death of her husband, a wife is left alone in the lakeside home he built for her. Soon, she begins to uncover her recently deceased husband's disturbing secrets. Director David Bruckner and writers Luke Petrowski and Ben Collins craft a film that will linger in the minds of their audience for days. Yes, there are jump scares, but there are also many quiet moments that are very tense and scary, where nothing really happens, but there's music cues and shadows and your mind doesn't really know what it's seeing. It's very effective. Rebecca Hall is fantastic as our lead character, Beth. She is the wife in this scenario. She is in nearly every scene and embodies a sense of loss and loneliness throughout the entire runtime. The Night House is destined to be on many year-end horror lists, so I would recommend going to a movie theater and watching it right now. I would like to extend a huge thank you to the team behind Fantasia International Film Festival. You can follow the fest on Instagram at Fantasia Festival and on Twitter at Fantasia Fest. I'll be covering more festivals this year, including Fantastic Fest and Salem Horror Fest. So look for more horror-heavy bonus episodes in the near future, in addition to September's Jalo-centric episode. Speaking of Jalo, the wonderful people over at BNS About Movies are hosting two weeks of Jalo content from September 5th to the 18th. There will be so many reviews available on many Jalo and Jalo adjacent films, including August Jalo of the Month, The Strange Color of Your Body's Tears, plus many, many more films. You can follow this Jalo coverage at bnsaboutmovies.com. I will also plug the website in this episode description so that you can check out all of the coverage. For my Jalo content, you can follow Jalo of the Month Club on Twitter and Instagram at Jalo Club. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts and you like what you hear, please give the podcast a five-star rating. Also, if you haven't checked out my interview with James Wan, please check it out. It's episode right before this one. 
We talk about Jalo influences, as well as the new supernatural thriller, Malignant, which will be available in theaters and on HBO Max on September 10th. Please go give that episode a listen. Jalo of the Month Club's logo design is by Vegan Patches on Instagram. You can also visit his Etsy shop at Retirement Fund and buy some really cool patches. Theme music is by Dream Division. You can follow Dream Division on Instagram at Dream Division Music. You can also go to Mondo's record shop and buy Dream Division's new albums. So look into all of that great stuff. And lastly, you can follow myself, Diana, on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd at DianaNK. As always, I'm your host, Diana Koch. Thank you for listening to Jalo of the Month Club.